Hello, hello, and welcome to the How-To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I know what it's like to feel like you have a to-do list that's too big and not enough time to get everything done. I run a business. I've been doing this for 15 years now, and I also have two kids. I have friends. I have other family, and I have other things that I like to do besides working. So I completely get it if you feel like you need to have a few more tricks to help you get more done with your busy schedule. And that's exactly why I wanted to record this episode of the podcast and share eight productivity hacks that can really help you as you build your health coaching practice. I'm a big fan of finding the right kind of productivity hacks. So what I mean by this is I don't necessarily want you to implement every single one of these hacks. That's probably not realistic, and you might not need all of these hacks to be more effective and to get more done. What I do want you to do is to listen through these and think about which one or two or three might actually be helpful in allowing you to focus your time and energy so that you're getting more of the right tasks done. So let's go ahead and dig into this. Let's talk about eight productivity hacks that can help you with your health coaching practice. So hack number one is to schedule every task. Now, have you ever heard of Parkinson's law? This law states that work expands to fill the time available for its completion. So if you have a deadline that's a week from now, it might take you a week to complete that task. What that means for a lot of us is that instead of doing the work in advance, we end up rushing at the end to finish the task. But if we only give ourselves two or three hours to get that task done, well, then we're very likely to get it done in that time frame. So I want you to consider breaking your projects down into smaller chunks and setting a time for when each task will get done. This not only helps lessen the overwhelm by focusing on one manageable item at a time, but it also helps you stay on track. So you want to be sure to schedule some breaks in there as well. And you can even take it a step further by using a productivity tool like the tomato timer, which actually has a built-in system for work times and break times. When we're looking at how to schedule our tasks, you might want to consider including things like errands you need to run, time to cook dinner, time for doing the laundry, cleaning the house, and even getting gas for your car. If you work from home, these things can totally be a distraction. So if it feels like the mountain of laundry or the pile of dishes are too overwhelming, then give yourself a scheduled time to tackle those things instead of just thinking that you'll get to it when you're done with your next project, or instead of ignoring that work project and doing the laundry instead. Sometimes I'll set a timer for 15 minutes and I just get as much done as I can in my kitchen, or I hand wash one dryer racks full of dishes to know that I've made some progress, but that way I don't get fully derailed. So you really do wanna think about scheduling every task so that you know when you're going to do it, And also, so you can be realistic about how long it actually takes to get your tasks done. So productivity hack number two is don't multitask, monotask. 
So monotasking is the idea of doing one task to completion. And for many of us who are busy, it can be really hard to commit to this. The truth is that when you focus on completing one task at a time, and in particular at work, instead of working on 27 different projects in a day, and making a lot of lateral progress and no actual forward progress, work on one project in your business until it's done. I found that when I commit to working on one task at a time, I'm able to get through them much faster than when I'm juggling several tasks at once. And if you're having a hard time focusing, you can consider going to a library or a coffee shop to work on just one project until you're done. You're going to be surprised that you will likely be finished much faster than you expect. Productivity hack number three is to eliminate distractions. If you find working from home distracting, you're not the only one. It can help to eliminate distractions at home by shutting the door to your office and keeping work versus home hours. Some people even walk out their front door, go around the block, and then go back into their home to set a ritual around arriving at work each morning and arriving home each afternoon. I really encourage you to figure out what are you going to use as your workspace? How are you going to set it up so you don't get distracted? Like I said, you might need to shut the door to your office to create a physical barrier and a visual reminder that now is not the time to switch the laundry or fold the clothes or sweep the floor. It can also be helpful to get your phone off your desk or put your phone in airplane mode so you're less likely to check it constantly. It really does help to turn off the alerts, definitely turn off the audible alerts. There's so much research about how long it takes us to get back into the groove once we've been distracted. So take as many distractions out of your workspace as possible. Turn off your email and social alerts, anything that pops up on your computer desktop. And while you're at it, consider unsubscribing and unfollowing from people who are no longer delivering you value. If you find that you're spending a lot of your time chasing people on Instagram, trying to figure out what to do next by reading a bunch of sales emails, just go ahead and unsubscribe and remove that noise from your workspace. Productivity hack number four is to schedule email and social media time. So once you have all your alerts turned off, you can't just totally ignore your email and your social media. So I encourage you to block off time every day to check both your email and your social media and to do all your responding in that time. One thing that I used to do is I would check my email in the morning I think I thought I was looking for emergencies or for important emails, but then I wouldn't actually respond to the emails that I had read, which was really silly because I had to go back later in the day to check them. So make sure that you give yourself time, maybe twice a day, once in the mid morning, once before you leave for the day to check your email and actually send responses, to check your social media and actually send responses do the posts you need to do. I really want to encourage you to not let the constant need to check to allow you to procrastinate or to break your concentration on the bigger projects that are going to actually make an impact in your business. It's just way too easy to lose track of time when we're scrolling. 
how many times have you done the thing where you go to social for one specific thing and then 20 minutes later you're like, wait a minute, why did I come here? I've done that too. So really try to control and manage the time that you're on it. You can set a timer so that when you're checking your social, when your 15 minute timer goes up, you know that you that's the time you've had and now you need to move on to the next uh, activity. So that's something that helps keep me honest. If you need to do that, do it as well. Okay, let's talk about productivity hack number five. This is one of my favorite ones, which is to take care of your most important activities first. So those of you who know me know that I'm a huge fan of task lists. I love the satisfaction of crossing things off. But the problem with to-do lists is that they can make it too easy to focus on easy tasks that don't necessarily make the difference in our business growth. So you want to be sure to schedule your must-do items at the beginning of the day, and you want to get them done pretty much before you do anything else, before you check email, before you check social media. That's going to give you a sense of accomplishment and it's going to lower your stress level quickly. Once you've done your most important tasks, and most important tasks are almost always related to following up with potential clients, connecting with existing clients, figuring out a way to find new clients, all those things that have to do with bringing in new clients, bringing in income, those are the things I do first every single day when I'm working. And then when those are done, you can give yourself a couple of easy two-minute tasks so you can really feel like you're on a roll. You can scratch a bunch of things off your to-do list. And if you only get one really important item done in a day, that's way better than arriving at your office, arriving at your desk, screwing around on social, and not getting anything done. There's nothing worse than that feeling of leaving and feeling like, well, I did things all day, but I didn't actually accomplish anything. So another reason that I'm a big fan of doing our most important thing first is because sometimes our days go sideways. Sometimes the school might call me and say that my kid is sick. So if I go to my desk and I know that I'm going to do my most impactful work first, well, then the rest of the day is just gravy. It's just a bonus. So that's a hack that really makes a difference for me and really allows me week over week to make progress in my business. Okay, productivity hack number six is to let go of perfect. This is such a big one. I don't know how many people have told me that they cannot start seeing clients or posting or making offers because their website isn't ready or they don't like the brochure that they've made or they don't know enough or they don't have their business name yet. So listen, there is no such thing imperfect in this work. I really want you to let go of the idea that anything in your business is ever going to be perfect. We really have to embrace the idea of good enough. Good is good enough. And anytime you release something, anytime you make an offer, you're going to learn so much just by getting it out into the world, just by sharing it with people and getting feedback. Generally, the feedback will be positive. You may sometimes get feedback that isn't. And I know that that can feel a little bit scary. It can feel nerve wracking to be critiqued. And that's really the best way to learn. We're never going to learn if the program that we're offering is meaningful or helpful to people if we don't get it out into the world. So I really, really want to encourage you to let go of perfect. In my experience, perfectionism is just 
another form of procrastination. So if you're waiting for things to be perfect, you're probably going to be waiting for a really long time because I'm not convinced that perfect is a place that we can ever arrive. So if you really do want to have a functioning health coaching practice, you need to let go of perfect. Think about what you can put out in the world that's pretty darn good and then learn after you've put it out there and then re-release it. Do a version 2.0. Keep learning, keep upgrading, keep growing and letting go of perfect is one of the best ways to do that. Okay, productivity hack number seven is to consider outsourcing. So I tend to hesitate to recommend outsourcing. The reason for this is that it is very, very easy for newer coaches to sink a lot of money into a VA or into an ads person or into a copywriter that they don't really need. So I really want you to be thoughtful when you're considering outsourcing. However, you also don't have to do everything in your business. If you really struggle with web design and you really would like to have a quality website, then that's a place to consider outsourcing. If you are struggling with copywriting, then you can outsource to AI models like ChatGPT, or you can hire a copywriter, or you can purchase pre-written marketing emails. You can also consider purchasing a done-for-you program. I offer the Detox Done program. I also offer the Virtual Kitchen Cleanout. Both of those programs are done for you, and they teach you how to launch a program that I used in my coaching practice and that hundreds of other health coaches have used and had success with. So when you think about outsourcing, you can think about what might actually be valuable for you. There are lots of experts who can get a remarkable amount of work done in a small and affordable amount of time. Purchasing a done-for-you product can also be a way to get a lot of value with a pretty minimal investment and with the opportunity for a lot of return. So think about outsourcing if there's a place where you keep getting stuck, you keep banging into the wall, you just cannot figure out how to get around the obstacle, then it might be time for you to consider outsourcing. Because again, a minimal investment can end up making a great deal of difference in your ability to be successful. And then productivity hack number eight is probably entirely unexpected, but it's to commit a random act of kindness early in your day. Initially, that probably doesn't sound like it's related to productivity, but it really can help you get that feel-good energy boost that you get when you are doing something nice for somebody else. I right now am helping to walk my neighbor's dog. They're no longer able to walk her. And so I go over there every day and I take their dog for a half an hour walk. And they're always so thankful. It's good for me because I get outside. And it's just a nice way for me to give back to my community and to feel like I've been part of something. I think for me that doing something like this helps me because when we're working for ourselves, it's so easy to feel isolated most of the day. So if you can do something that has an impact on somebody else, that can make us feel more connected to our community and it can help us actually get more done that day. So these are my eight productivity hacks. 
like I said at the beginning, I most certainly do not expect you to try every single one of them or to implement all of them into your life. But I would love for you to try one or two and to see if they make a difference. And you can come find me on social at The Confident Health Coach and let me know which one was the one that made a difference for you. Did you try one and you saw an impact right away? Or did you listen and think, oh, that's the one I have to try? So come find me at The Confident Health Coach on Instagram and on Facebook. I'd love to hear what you thought. And in the meantime, if you enjoyed this episode and if you get value from this podcast, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a five-star rating and give me a review of what was really helpful for you in this episode. So if you are part of my free Facebook group for health coaches, I will see you there soon. If you're not part of that group yet, you can come and join us. Just search for the Confident Health Coach Community on Facebook, and I'd love to have you join us there. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be back again next week.